Well, I've definitely learned a plethora of things since working with Chanel. Like, a lot of things. Well, one, I now know that how to run a business, like really run a business with like a team, how to scale um, and like operations. Now I know of like what it takes to be an entrepreneur truly is probably the biggest one is like what it takes truly to be an entrepreneur um, is that's a lot more than like the gurus online mm. propose it to be like it's not always sunshine and rainbows like everything you see on social media is very uh is fluffy mm. um behind closed doors it's 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 chaos chaos but it's controlled chaos Welcome to another episode of the Wholesale Elite Podcast. I am Aisham Hipshire, and I am not joined today by my man, Mr. Tanner Santucci. He's out handling some business today, but I am joined today, number two, second time around, Mr. Andy Wrong. What's up, brother? What's up, dude? How are you? Man, I'm great. I am excellent. And dude, I'm so stoked to talk to you because a lot has changed. A lot has changed since then. Yes, sir. I'm still 17, though. <laughs> Not for long, though, right? Like, there's no way. Uh, I turn 18 on August 27th. Um, I don't know what happens on that day. Apparently, like, 18 is very special. I feel yeah, very old. Yeah, 18's weird, man. I mean, it's it really is. It's there's. There, there's not a lot more you can do at 18. You know, you're, you're a legal adult. Um, it, it's almost like you're at the very bottom of an. You went from the top of like you know being young to the bottom of an of you know. Yeah, that was like adult. resets. Now yeah. Like, <laughs> damn. But you know, something tells me you'll be fine uh, in in your uh, 18 age. So I'll be uh, all right. If, yeah. if we don't talk by then, happy super early birthday. I will we'll definitely um, send something your way for your 18. Thank you. That, Thank you so cool. much. I really yeah, appreciate dude. it. Yeah, man. Well, bro. So we like, man. We we have, we've got a lot to catch up on. Um, yes, but sir. I want to. I I think when we last spoke, uh, I should have looked at it before we started. Um, you you know at, at the time uh, you're doing you're you're you know you were 17. You're in high school. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think our you have one of the most popular videos um, in our yeah. cache of videos in Wholesale Elite. And I think the title is like high school kid, you know, crushes yeah. it. Um, and so you're, you're about to graduate. How's life been, man? It's been interesting. It's been a weird change. I think I'm not adjusted to the, the no college yet. Like uh, so what the story was like freshman year, I was like trying to go to college, but I didn't know where to go. And then like COVID hit sophomore year and um everyone was kind of confused on what to do. And right. I kind of gave up on school because everything was virtual and it felt so hard to stay on track. Right. It's like, how do I try drop shipping? And then that's when come out entrepreneurship shit started. Uh, so that was when I was like 50, 50, without I was going to go to college or not. And then, uh, as I started progressing junior year, I started hustling a lot more and actually starting a business. Then it started becoming like 70, 30, like, Okay, I think I'm, I'm not going to go to college. Mm. And then uh, and then senior year, first semester. So there's two semesters in one year. And first semester, I was like 90-10. I was like 90-10. I'm like, am I going or not? And then second semester, Astro Blaster came in and like flipped the script. And now I'm like 100%. I'm not going. No. 
How'd your parents take the news? It was definitely not an overnight thing. Like they, they, they've been like, they're still even now. Like, you should go to college. And like, uh, like they're like, I don't want to be that person that always bashes on college because I get it. There's goods and bads. Like, the connections you make in college are out of this world. Like, hands down, out of this world. Especially in like a Ivy League business school. For sure. I mean, dude, like, getting drunk with them at four a.m. is a lot different and a lot deeper than. Shaking their hand at a networking event, for sure. Like, it's a lot different.、Um, the connections you make at college are definitely what makes the tuition part worth it.、Uh, but I wouldn't go for the education, right? Itself. Yeah, and that's, that's understandable. That's, that's、uh, you know, one of the things my wife and I were talking about is is our kids and and the whole college thing. And she was she had mentioned like you know where where do you, where do you like what, what do you think they're gonna do and you know. I, As an entrepreneur as well,、um, and I just couldn't sit through college, you know, myself. I don't think that's an excuse.、Yeah. Like, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I don't need college. I just,、yeah. I didn't feel like I was smart enough or capable enough to just sit、yeah. down and learn this stuff. Like, I like being hands on and getting out there and doing things. Same. But, you know, as I got older, I realized the importance of college because at first it was just a continuation of high school with more freedom. You know, it just,、yeah. it was almost like, a, 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 you know. Oh, you're not going to college, and you know people look down on you.、Um, yeah, you know, I I joined the military,、um, and so,、um, but 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 you you've got a different thing, you know. You're that the, the skill set that you're developing,、um, you know. I don't feel like it, it, it can be, you know,、um, it can be developed in, in college. You know, absolutely, the network, you know,、yeah. uh, that, that you get from it is huge. But man,、yeah. I mean, what what an incredible change, and so. So when we last spoke, you you know we talked about your story and guys, if you haven't watched or listened to that episode for Andy, please go back and you'll get his origin story because Andy's cut from a different cloth. He just is. You know, there, there's those guys that that the typical entrepreneurs that say, you know, I started off, you know, I was selling jelly beans at school, <laughs> and, and you know that that whole thing. Um, you know, you know, every every entrepreneur feels like for some reason they have to tell that story. Where、yeah. Andy's the guy who was actually doing it. He he actually、yeah. built a business as as a younger person, and I believe like you started flipping pallets, if if I remember correctly. I started flipping. I I did everything, dude. Like I did everything. My first ever business、uh, was with my my good buddy Will, and it was for the Spain trip. It was like in middle school. I think it was in seventh grade, and、uh, it was this. Like flight to Spain trip with the Spanish class, and、uh, it was like two thousand dollars. And me and Will wanted to go, so we we're thinking how how do we come up with this money? Because back then, to like a seventh grader, two thousand is life changing. Sure. Um. So <laughs> we we're thinking of like, okay, well, let's do lawn mowing because Will had like a lawn mower and like he had some experience in that. So he was my business partner. And we tried lawn. We tried doing like lawn care services. You know, we got a couple jobs. You know, I, I think it was just the parents of the homes just trying to be nice to us. They、right. see like this little Asian guy and 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 my friend just going knocking their door and asking to mow their lawn.、Um, <laughs> like we weren't able to make the money, but it like I guess that was my first real taste of maybe like trying something yourself.、Um, was that lawn care service? Was mowing people's lawns, man. Yeah, and and 
let's transition. So, so, you know, eventually you do one thing after another and then yeah. uh, how did you find out about real estate again? T take me back to that, that segment. So, uh, this was January of 2021. So pretty much as soon as COVID hit. Okay. Cause COVID hit December, 2019. Right. Right. Which is crazy. Cause that's almost four years ago. Um, so about, I would say almost three years ago that I, I would, I would, I guess the timelines aren't matching up here, but, uh, I got, I was like just surfing on YouTube and, uh, the video, uh, like some video popped up. It was, his name was King Kong. Kong. Like the, yeah. The, <laughs> the Let's go get this money guy. Yes. Sir. And, uh, it was, it was so crazy to me. Cause I was like, cause I always saw those like things on Instagram where it's like, 90% of millionaires are made in real estate and like what well, so and so and so 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 as a 15 year old kid I was like super curious about it um and in the video he was talking about you can do it with no money down you know no license and you can do it virtually hmm. and I was like those are the three things that just hit something in my head and I was like I gotta do this so hmm. I tried it and I failed very obviously um I wouldn't expect anyone to just go right in and succeed. Sure. Uh, so a month goes by and I'm like, man, I'm hitting a brick wall. And then I, I see the the wholesale genie. The wholesale yes, genie, Jamil Damji on YouTube. <laughs> and uh, it's a, it's an ad about how he does 60 deals a month with like the secret wholesale strategy. And I was like, holy moly, what is this? Uh, and then, um, I remember I got on a sales call with one of their guys. His name is Kilo Gonzalez. And I'll always appreciate Kilo because he was, he was very nice to me. And I don't, I don't know if he, he knew my age at the time, but I try to act like I was an adult. Um, <laughs> I was still 15. Like, so I get on a call with him and he's like, it's $8,000. Like $8,000 is so foreign to me. I've never even felt $8,000. I know, let alone sure. $1,000 in my hand. So, um, this is sophomore year, by the way. So COVID still virtual, everything's virtual. And, uh, I'm like, man, how do I make this money? Cause I, I want to join this so bad and thank God that he had installment there. They had installment plans. So it was six months, I think like 1500 a month, something okay. like that. Uh, I think maybe a little less than that, but so every month I had to come up with a thousand two hundred dollars as a 15 year old kid hmm. how's it possible <laughs> so uh i asked my parents if i could work at their place at their restaurant as a cashier and uh i'd work at the at the restaurant so like you get in do the monthly installment and you still you get access to the course so like i would be working on astro flipping which is the course uh while i'm at work like i'd have my computer right there and also be like taking orders from customers and and being a buster and stuff like that so uh I was doing that and it, and it like, I was, I still didn't have enough to, to pay off the 1200 a month or something like that. And I had to start this other business and it didn't just come from nowhere. Like, well, actually kind of did just come from nowhere. Uh, I saw another video. This was like my shiny object syndrome going on as an entrepreneur. Sure. I see this video about pallets and, uh, it just kind of planted the seed in me, like selling pallets and like, like buying and selling pallets. Um, then one day, uh, my dad brings me to this like fruit warehouse, a fruit distribution center. 
and uh, I meet this guy. His name is Miguel. He's like kind of the warehouse manager. And uh, as I'm going there, and I'm, I'm like in the loading dock where all the trucks are, and on right. the side you see tons of pallets, like hundreds of pallets just stacked. And uh, and then and then I recall to that video I saw on social media of the pallets and stuff, and I asked Miguel, you know, how much would you, how much would you take for these to get these off your hand? And he's like, oh, there's usually some guy in a pickup truck that comes by and every now and then we just give it to him. But uh, if you'd like to take them, you can take them. No problem. I don't care. Just get them off my hands. And I was like, okay. Uh, so I make a post on Craigslist about who wants. I take a picture of the, the lo loading dock and I'm like, who wants these pallets? Uh, I'm selling them. I don't, I don't remember how the post looked like, but it was something like that. The company was called Astro Pallets. That's what I created. It was Astro Pallets inspired by Astro Flipping. Get and, out of uh, here. Astro yeah, Pallets. Astro Pallets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Astro Pallets. It was sick, dude. And <laughs> I love it. I had a whole website and everything. Um, and what, what happened was this guy from California hit me up. His name is Tony. And uh, he, he was like, I need 20,000 pallets delivered to my warehouse. I'll pay, I think he said like five bucks, something like that. And I'll pay for shipping. Like I'll, 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 I'll pay for the truck to go there and pick them up. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and each truck could hold around 516 pallets for a 16 wheeler. So I'd send, he'd send the truck and then I would tell the warehouse guys like, Hey, this truck is coming to pick up these pallets. Please load them up. Uh, I'll pay you guys lunch. I pay him lunch and they load up the, the truck. I give the, the driver of the truck a loading, uh, it's called a loading bill, I think. And uh, it's pretty much like a receipt. So like if, if they're at like borders or something, it won't, they won't get questions. It's like a receipt okay. of loading, I guess. Right. Um, and that would be it. Like that would, that's all I would do. And then I would just collect payment. I'd be the middleman pretty much. Like, How like old were you at the time? I think I was uh, just about to turn 16. How are you like? How are you facilitating these deals? Like, were, you were you were at school, I'm assuming, or did this happen during the summer? Um, this was uh, this was like end of, I'd say end of. I'm like so lost in my timelines. This yeah, is either end of sophomore year or end of junior year. Okay. I'm assuming probably junior year. So, ah, okay. so you're not ducking no. out of college or out of class and taking these calls. You're, you're actually able to fill the calls, even, even though you're. I, I would like like sometimes like because like you'd have to make sure the truck arrives on time and like make sure like everything's in place. So I'd leave class like this is my first instance of leaving class and taking the calls. So this is the birth of the I guess the, the hustler. <laughs> um, so that's what I do is I'd, I'd call Tony, make sure the truck's on his way, tr the trucking company. And then I'd call Miguel and make sure, hey, the pallets are good. And then at the end of it, it ships to his warehouse and he checks it and and I get paid twenty five hundred. Now at the time, um, what was your social circle like? Were you hanging around other business minded, savvy, you know, uh, I don't want to say kids, but you know what I mean, like like high schoolers, you know, dudes and, and girls, or did you keep to yourself? What was that like um at the time i had a very close circle like obviously i had a lot of like friends but like they weren't like doing the same thing as me i had like two or three close friends that like kind of did the same thing but they weren't like hitting it the same i would say 
like one mm -hmm. friend his name is zach alabi um at the time we were both doing drop shipping and, and trying that out and now he's on a different path we're still good friends uh but awesome. that was i guess kind of the this a circle i had i had one good friend that would that be my support system almost um i think that also played a huge role too was having a friend like that that can kind of keep me going For um sure. yeah and being like-minded so what how did uh pallets go away and then real estate came back uh to the fold so what ended up happening was i the pallets started because i couldn't pay for astral flipping because i couldn't mm. so what happened was I got money for the reason to pay for it. So now that I have money, I uh, I think uh, what happened was this was last, last August. Yeah, last, last August. I'm still not in astral flipping. Like I, I had to get kick, kicked out. I got kicked out of astral flipping. Because you pay. couldn't pay? I couldn't pay. I couldn't pay. Okay. I couldn't pay. <laughs> if you look at my Facebook profile when I joined the group, that was when I joined back. I think it was January 2022. I see. So uh, August comes around, so my birthday, and uh, my my grandpa had this vacant house, and uh, <clears throat> I asked him like how much he'd sell it for because I used to be in real estate. I thought I was like that guy, so I asked him like, "Hey, what would you sell it for?" And it was like uh, one hundred seventy-two, something like that, one hundred seventy-two thousand, and I was like, "Man, that's high." So I, I sent it out to a couple people that I used to be friends with, or like in my network that I networked with when I was in astral flipping. Um, and one of them reached back out. Mostly everyone was offering like 130, 120. Mm -hmm. So like super low. I couldn't do it. And then one guy reached out. He was a dispo wholesaler. His name was Dylan. If Dylan, if you're watching this, uh, long time, no talk. Shout out. Dylan. Um, shout out Dylan. Uh, so he, he comes back with a hedge fund offer at like 195 absurd this is when hedge funds were like just buying like stupid oh yeah they're still buying like stupid but this is when they were like peak and i'm like wow there's like a 17k like difference here so we do the deal and uh we split four ways for some reason there was two other partners on the deal that I did not know about <laughs> i was like whatever I, I made money on the deal and here's my only option so partnered up on it and made four and a half grand. And that was my first real estate check. So that was my first ever check. And then, wow. uh, so two months later, so January after, after August, so January of last year. Yeah. Last year, January of last year, uh, I get back in astral flipping and I'm like, I'm ready to rock and roll. I got some, I got some, you know, entrepreneurship experience under my belt. Sure. I'm ready to rock. I get back in and I restart completely. And I'm just like, I'm going to go back to square one, week one, day one. And uh, I reset my mindset. I reframe how I, how I look at things and change my perspective on stuff. And everything changed. Like what said, was your mindset like before you did the reset? I thought I could do everything on my own. Mm. Like I didn't need anyone. Like I thought I could do things solo. Like I didn't need a mentor. I didn't need help externally. I, that was the biggest thing probably was just being super close-minded. So if that was your mentality, why were you even interested in joining Astro? Was it just to learn the, the secret method? I think it was for the money. 
So yeah. like I came in, like, I, like when you go in with that mindset, it's usually not that good. Sure. Because when you focus on money, you lose out on relationships. 100%. Like, so I go in and I start back up and a couple months go by, still nothing, but I was making progress. Right. Because I was, I was starting to focus on the right things. It took me, what's May? The sixth month? Fifth. Fifth, fifth month. So five months later, so four or five months later, I do my first or first real deal because like without my parents' help kind of. Right. Because so <laughs> um, it was in Florida. It was in Northport, Florida. And uh, how I find the bar or I got it from a JV wholesaler for an acquisition wholesaler. He brought me the deal and it looked like a hedge fund property. Like it looked like a property a hedge fund would buy. Sure. I didn't have any hedge fund buyers. So what I did was like, well, a hedge fund bought my grandpa's home. Right. Why don't I do research? <coughs> so I do. What happens is this is the gold nugget of this podcast, by the way, if you guys are wholesalers. You take the LLC and you search up open corporates and you see like the registered address or principal address or registered agent on it. And you put that address in Google and you see what companies are, are located at that address. Hmm. For example, for this one, the LLC name was ARVM LLC, something super corporate. Like it wasn't like I buy homes, right. uh, investments. It was like ARVM five LLC, something right. super like corporate. So I look him up and it's Amherst Amherst, uh, which is main street renewal. They have two names. Uh, Amherst is a, is a hedge fund. Um, and they're very hard to get in contact with impossible, nearly impossible. So what you do is you search the company up on LinkedIn and then you look at their employees list and you look at every single person that has an acquisitions role or like intake role because you know that that person is the decision maker for properties. They're the person that underwrites properties. For I'll sure. search up either underwriter, acquisition manager, acquisition specialist, uh, intake specialist, anything like that. I found one guy and uh, well, like I, e I cold emailed like everyone, cold message everyone. Only one guy responded and uh, messaged him and, and sent him the deal. And he was like, it, the price worked out. And I think I made five or eight grand on it. So sold it completely virtually. Never actually these hedge funds. I, uh, I was in the school locker room while I was calling them. And, uh, this, that was the only time I had, it was like either that or calling for bathroom breaks. So I would, I would, I wouldn't like, cause every junior at the time would go out and eat out to lunch. Mm -hmm. like everyone got to leave school for lunch. Right. I stayed in school. I stayed in school and I I brought my cafeteria food or my lunch I brought from home to the locker room. And like there'd be these basketball players coming in, just just came back from practice and they're yelling and and they're showering literally right next to me. And uh, I have my food on the bench. That's probably smells. And, and then I'm like cold calling these hedge funds in like the locker room. I'm like, hey, I'm a, an investor here in Tampa and like I'm looking to connect and seeing if you're buying some deals. And uh, I had to do what I do, you know? Sure. It, yeah, I had to make things work. Um, so that was an era for a while. 
I did that for all my time. Um, <laughs> so that was my first deal, kind of, kind of my first deal. And then, so now summer began. This summer was probably the most influential summer ever, like craziest summer ever. Uh, I still wasn't, I still wasn't like considered financially free. I probably had like 5,000 to my name. Okay. Um, May of last year. And I was like, dude, how do I, well, like, I was like, so, so summer, when you're in summer, you have all the time in the world. Like you have, I mean, every day is like, there's no school. Right. So you can kind of do whatever every day. Right. And I knew soon enough that uh, once I got out of summer that I wouldn't have any time to do anything. I would have to go back to the locker room and the bathroom breaks and have to make ends work there. So I was like, I am not doing that again. If I have to, it'd either be like high priority or like I just can't do that. Sure. Um, so I had to create this system, for, automated system for my agent outreach that would help me do deals while I was in school. So that was the intention. So I was like, how do I create something that can allow me to do deals in, a, in high school? Okay. And I built it. It took very long, um, but it worked for my company. So August, I do. So last year, August, I did 28,000 all, all in Florida. And all then, using this system? Yes. Okay. Now, uh, can you explain to people that may not know what you mean by agent outreach? So agent outreach is when, uh, or what I did was agent outreach, and you would reach out to agents and build relationships with them and pretty much follow up with them until they produce a pocket listing. That's pretty much what agent outreach is, is sourcing deals from agents. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So, I know Jamil yeah. likes to use uh, the analogy of, you know, would you rather uh, climb up a banana tree and hack up hack down a banana every day? Or would you rather set up baskets underneath the banana tree and just shake it? And then yeah. <laughs> have the That's baskets analogy. work. Yeah. And so, yeah. Pretty much like the system would, would give me 10 of those trees with 10 baskets underneath all the time while I had my foot kicked up on on my couch. Like yeah, and you weren't even having to shake the tree. You had an automated machine that yeah, was shaking the tree. Much. Um, and it worked for me. I did 40,000 in September on one deal, which was wow. insane and never set foot in the home. Uh, very insane. Um, still all my through automation. That, yeah. that, this is blowing my mind. Yeah, so... Uh, and I was going to continue doing that until uh, I got a DM from from Will, Will Coggins, you know, and he was like, dude, uh, I see. I think it was like, I see you're doing well with this, this system and like, I want to check it out. I'm like, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you like what I do in my business. But like, I had no intentions of selling him anything. So what happened was uh, we got on a Google meet. I, we got on a Google meet. I thought nothing of it. Um, and I do the presentation of like, Hey, this is, you know, how the system works. And like, this is how I'm so efficient. And, uh, halfway through he stops me and he's like, how much do you want for this? <laughs> and I was like, what, what the hell are you talking about? And then he's like, I want this like yesterday. Like I want this really bad. Um, cause it's like life, like this is, this will change my entire business for sure. So, Super, I was like in shock because 
one, I never sold a software. Like two, I didn't. I was lazy to set it up for him, so I was like, I was kind of avoiding it. It's like it's a lot of work, dude. Um, <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, I thought the highest price I can think of, and it was five hundred bucks, which I thought was high at the time for a system. I didn't know how to price that. Right. And uh, pretty much before I finished my my line, he was like, I'll take it. And uh, I was like, oh, shit. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, so we get on and I set him up and I'm like, oh, wow. Uh, they're super happy about it. And they're still on it to this day, uh, which is awesome. Um, and I'm thinking like, so I created a pretty much the shovel to the gold miners. Mm. I pretty much created um, my solution to my problem was actually a solution to a lot of people's problems that For sure. I didn't know I was solving. Um, so I make a post in the Astro Flipping community and I'm like, I, I can probably pull out the post, but it's like doing a live Zoom call uh, for my system and how I did $40,000 last month and just presentation. And my pricing is $749 and 49 a month. That's the pricing then. And I do the presentation, not world-class. It was not world-class at all. Like John, John Galan had to start the presentation for me because I didn't have a Zoom account. And <laughs> I think 50 people showed up, which was awesome. Nice. 50 people I was one of the up. 50, by the way. I remember that. I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, so 50 people show up and I think we signed up half of them were like 28, 25 people, which is awesome. And at the time it was like exclusive per market and like, I couldn't take any more, whatever. And, uh, we, I did like 28,000 in one day. Oh, I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, well one, I had a lot of work to do. Sure. Like 28 accounts to set up. And two, I was just like in shock of how easy it was to do that. Um, and yeah, I thought it was going to be side income, by the way, I was like, yeah. oh, it's going to be like, I guess another business I have. Um, and then I end up selling 25 more the next month, just like through like, I guess, organic and, uh, man, that's so crazy. And so there's actually one important lesson I'm, I'm going to touch in, please. So time goes on and, uh, people start having success with the system and, and, uh, Jamil, the head of community my mentor uh starts hearing about it on the like the zoom calls that he has like the coaching calls he's like mm -hmm. he's bird stripping he's bird stripping about the system <laughs> and uh he uh he's like man i gotta check this out so he he tells his assistant emily to contact me and uh emily is like hey jamil wants a meeting with you and i'm like what are you talking about like Jamil never, never reaches out to me like this. <laughs> like, yeah, he talks about me, but like he never like one-on-ones me. I'm like, oh shit, am I getting kicked out? Am I like, what's happening? Uh, so I get on the call with them and I'm like, almost scared shitless because I don't know what's happening. Like there was no reason for the call. It's just sure. like, sure. Yeah, those are the scariest when you don't know why you got called. You I, don't, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what the heck was going to happen. And, and then uh, Jamil's like, dude, uh, you have to tell them what you're doing and like what's going on and like what you're selling or like I got to shut it down and uh, I was like oh shit so mm. I, I kind of gave myself a minute and 
And then I showed him the system and I showed him what, what happened. And uh, he was just so amazed. He was like, let's do a partnership. Let's, let's lock this in. I'm going to blow this up. I was like, wow. What, okay. what, what went through your brain when he said that? Um, after the call, I was probably jumping. I was punching the air. I was, I, I was screaming, um, out of excitement. And because what did that mean to you? What did it mean to you that he said that? Um, it felt like I, I really accomplished something and like, I really achieved something. And like I actually made something, and like this is this felt like a life changing moment. Um, it felt surreal, it felt very surreal, because like when you part, you don't mentors don't just offer partnerships to their mentees, especially a seventeen year old kid. For sure. Like, why don't you partner with a, a big software company that does millions of dollars? Why go with me? It's because like I had something that actually worked, and like I guess he saw me as mature enough. I just turned. I just turned 17 and this was this year, January. And uh, the story gets even crazier. So uh, I I signed up for the mastermind. Uh, I think it was February 19th. Uh-huh. So like it was like uh, a month later. And I'm one man team. And, and Jamil's like, dude, get ready to like get bombarded with loads of users because I'm about to blow this up. So I'm one of the presenters on the mastermind and I'm up there and I'm talking about productivity and whatnot. And then I switch it up on them. And I'm like, actually all the productivity hacks are bullshit. Here's what, here's what really works. And then, uh, I, it's so cool. Um, I do the, like it, I do the pitch and I'm like, yeah, so all the mastermind members get, a 20% off pre-launch special and pretty much I signed everyone in the room. Insane. I, I signed everyone in the room and me and Jamil was, was, were super synergistic and we, we did it together and it was awesome. It was best presentation ever. Uh, by the way, the new pricing now was 997. So a thousand dollars one nice. time and a $97 a month subscription. Perfect. So, uh, <clears throat> Next day, I fly back to Houston because uh, I have a presentation to do for Jamil. We do a webinar and we, we promote it organically. I forgot what it was called. I think it was called automated agent outreach or like streamline your agent outreach, something like that. Mm. And um, a thousand people show up and uh, do the presentation. I, I, I'm like, I get super technical and I think Jamil kind of stops me. I get super technical with it and like I explain everything on how it helps me and like every little thing and, and Jamil has this like really good unique ability to like just make things right and like sure. he really does. bring things back down to earth um, and uh, we we end off the day with 300 new people oh my gosh which is we did 300,000 in one day oh my gosh <laughs> And how many from from the mastermind? Uh, twenty something. Oh 20, wow! Maybe a little more. Twenty. So it was like it was insane. I was like, "This is out of this world." So, I still had my wholesale business, and here's the last thing I'm gonna talk about. 
because right now I was in a dilemma because this thing was doing a lot better than my wholesale business. So sure. I I was watching Alex Ramosi at the time and uh, shout out to Alex at Love Alex. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's like, entrepreneurs like think that focusing on many things would do more when really you just need to focus on one thing. Mm. And uh, I talked with Jamil about it. I'm like, I feel guilty for leaving my wholesale business. I feel guilty about it. And he's like, don't. Either let's focus on this now and then we can build that later. Yes. So the important thing is for entrepreneurs is like, imagine you have 100% of your brain power. And let's say you have, for example, you think having five businesses will, or five streams of income will, so for some reason, five extra income. Like, right. Five business, like, Thinking about it, face value, five businesses should equal five extra streams of income. Sure. False. The reason being is because, because your attention, your focus is split five ways now. Right. So now you're 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 in all businesses. Right. So now the results are going to produce 20, 20, 20, 20 because your focus is 20, 20, 20, 20. Hmm. You only have 100. You don't have, it's like, the hours in your day, you only have 24 hours. You don't get a hundred hours in your day. It's like, you can't, we can't warp time, but like you can single out distractions and, and just focus on one thing and make that that's thing really good. It's such an excellent point, man. I mean, th there's a lot of people that have this <laughs> misunderstanding that they can, um, um, multitask, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, Multitasking, there, there's there's a lot of you know of, of stuff that's been written on it and, and talk about how it's it's just a, a misconception. But you know, a, a, an old mentor of mine, I remember he used to raise up his his two hands and he would say, "Focus on both of these," and and you know you would stand back and you would try to focus on. And it goes back to exactly what you said. Yeah. You, know? you can focus on one or the other. If you focus on both, you're not really focusing on anyone. Yeah. You're giving fifty yeah. percent of focus to either. 50, 50. Yeah, yeah, and so th th that's that's such a good point. Now, now, when did you have any reservation walking away from the wholesale business at that point, or were things crystal clear? Crystal clear, as in like what I needed to do. Correct. Moving forward, it was almost like a leap of faith. Mm. Like I was like. Well, I know for a fact that this is a bigger opportunity. It's like, why, why focus on this opportunity? So like I had to make the sacrifice of ditching my wholesale business, leaving it for now. And now today I'm actually, we're starting it back up, which is awesome. We're starting awesome. it back up. Um, and that is only because now that I put hundred percent in Dasha last year, that I have now time, the capital, the energy to do that. Incredible. So like that, that like, well, business is a game. It's a game. It's like you put, I don't know if you guys play those games where it's like you can buy farms and like if you put money into the farms, they would produce. But like if you put all your money into a farm, it would like grow faster. Mm. I don't know if you know those games, but like my, my I put all my coins. Yeah. I put all my coins in one farm. And it like like slowly built up, built up, and now I have money and like time and capital, or whatever. And now I can put that stuff towards other stuff. Absolutely, build that up faster, and then boom, boom, boom. So like, if I was 
50-50, it would grow at half the rate and like, it would probably be like sucky. So uh, it was a leap of faith. Like I just had to ditch it. I, even though I felt very guilty about it, like I felt like, wow, like people think I'm like a, a um, like, I don't know. Like I just felt, uh, I guess, insecure about it. So, like mm -hmm. I felt like I had to have a whole wholesale business to like be an entrepreneur. Sure. Like then I was like, well, I can just focus on one and I can make it huge. And like it happened. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So the, the, at the time, I, I know when I was on the webinar, it, 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 the software was not called what it was now. How did you come up with the name? You, you know, Jamil is so magical. On the partnership call, first call we had, he's like, let's name this Astro Blaster out of nowhere. I was like, <laughs> okay, that's the one. It was a little questionable at first because I was like, Astro Blaster, are you serious? Like sex toys? Like, <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, let's go with Astro Blasters. I love it. So you went from yeah. Astro Flipping to, what was it, Astro Crates or what was Astro it called? Pallets, Astro Pallets. Astro Pallets to Astro Blaster. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah, I didn't think of that way. Yeah, pretty much. Whole life has been Astro. That's incredible. And yeah. and the person who kicked you out of the course because you couldn't afford it is now your partner and uh and you guys are doing like Jamil didn't right. kick me out. I just like I couldn't <laughs> afford it and like I pretty much got kicked out. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, hilarious. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Well, let's talk about the blaster, man. Cause I will say this. I mean, I was a fan from the start. When when I heard about what you were doing, I, I come from this background marketing and systems. And, and I know how a lot of those uh, automation um, um, softwares work. I'm very familiar with using them from, from marketing back in the day, but I'd never seen someone use it um, the way you were doing it. And mm -hmm. I mean, your timing couldn't have been more better than with AI coming out and, and taking yeah. such a strong, you know, yeah. position. Let, let's talk more about your, your, the software, because I want to let people know I'm not like, I don't have an affiliate link or any of that. Yeah. So I have zero interest. I just want to share with the world. This thing works like, yeah. Oh my gosh, does it works? It's brilliant. And so it, talk, talk to the people a little bit about it. So kind of how I developed it was, <sighs> So, so Jamil talks about always like agents need to be touched at least eight to 12 times before they're free to deal. So I was like, okay, well, if each agent takes eight to 12 touches, uh, each time requires a follow-up and a follow-up comes from putting their name down in a calendar and it would take at least five minutes each contact to reach out to them. Like you would have, like, for example, like, let's say you talk to John on Friday uh, and you're like, hey, you know, John, John's going to send me deals, whatever. And you want to check, check in with him next Friday. So you have to put them down your calendar or CRM or whatever. And then you would have to search them up back in your CRM once Friday comes. And then you'd have to send them a message once Friday comes. Right. And then you'd kind of wait. And like, it would just be that. And like, if they did respond, if they didn't respond, it would just kind of be gone. Like you wouldn't really be unless you're super organized, right? you know, which most people aren't because usually people that are wholesalers have probably W2 jobs. So they usually aren't that organized. 
And especially for me, because like I was in high school, I could not keep track of these people. Like there was a thousand people I had to keep track of. Like I had to also do history homework and also do uh, all this other stuff in school. And then all this, all this other stuff. I just could not track that many people. So I had to build this, uh, this system, uh, this SMS follow-up system uh, that would pretty much follow up till, till they're dead. Pretty much. And like nothing would ever fall through. Like, so nothing, even if they didn't respond, I would, it would always follow up with them. And like, is this something revolutionary that has never been done before? Probably not. There's probably been something out there that, that falls up if they don't respond. But I built it to where it's tailored one to real estate and agents. So super niched. Right. And then two, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't ever built in this way to where, uh, it was, uh, it was very personalized. Right. Um, and then, yeah, it was just like, I built that and it fruit me deals because it followed up with people that I even forgot about. Like I forgot about this person, but it followed up for me. And you know, like you said something very important about the personalization of it, because again, me as a, as a former marketer, um, that that's one of the things that I really learned. Um, it just changed the human attention span. Yeah. When they, when people realize that, that there's, um, that there's a realness to it, you know, it's almost yeah. like when you answer the phone, you can immediately tell whether you're talking to a robot or a human. You're yeah. talking to a robot, no one stays on the phone. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you no get an automated response, you people are, are savvy. People pick up on things really quickly. And the way that you had it set up, even back in its infancy, was like, oh, this is brilliant. And so I was even thinking, man, like I know how to do all this stuff. Like I can go, you know, invest in, in a program and build this thing out. Yeah. But for the price that he has it and it's already built out, yeah. no brainer. And so kind of just like a done for you. Like, <clears throat> yes, it's possible for you to do it, but like for beginner in, intermediate people, it's so attractive because it's like all everything has been built up for you. And all the testing has been done. So I tested out all the campaigns that would get the highest response rate. I tested out all the follow-ups and like what enticed follow-ups. It was like one of the one, one of them was like, which was surprising. It was like, uh, are you still a realtor? Or like, um, it was like, are you still a realtor? And like, that would like hit their ego. They'd be like, mm. yeah, I'm a realtor. <laughs> yeah, I'm a realtor. What are you talking about? Like once you respond to a message, you usually like keep responding, even if you don't like the particular person, you kind of end up just keep responding because, well, the one to 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 uh, I guess keep going is is you have to be responsive. So like if you're fast on responding, they'll also be fast, so they'll reciprocate that. Absolutely. Even if they don't really like your product or service, most people they usually still talk to you, uh, even though they're neutral. Um, they usually would still converse and then and then you'll probably change their belief about you like oh these guys are actually a really nice guy Aisham's actually pretty cool right yeah you know i, I remember um when i saw you had so here here's what's unique you know a lot of autoresponders um will 
I would say they don't really automatically respond. They just, you know, it may just be one message and then it, that message sits in your inbox, you know, then you got to go at some point of the day and see, oh, okay, all these people got back to me. Let me go message this person back. Yeah. What I loved about this software, it had the entire conversation for you. It would just yeah. it would keep communicating with, with this person. Yeah. And oh, it was so powerful. I, I remember to this day, and it was something that we still do. We still use. You had uh, on one of your initial messages, you would say, hey, this is blah, blah, blah. And then like eight seconds later, whatever, you sent another text that said, by the way, I'm a real human. Yeah. And we implemented that. And I, I remember, you know, when I was using the blaster, I was like, that's going to hit. I just knew yeah. I knew from psychology. Yeah. I was like, people are going to respond to that because no one does that. You yeah, know? No one does and that. sure enough. And so since then, I mean, you guys have gone gangbusters with it. There's a massive team now. Uh, you guys have really done all the research and development on what works. You guys are constantly implementing and making it yeah. better and better. And it's just incredible. So my hat's off to you, man. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah. And a big change was like adding LOL to it. Like LOL, like really just like gives it a personalized feel. It's like That's I'm a real cool. person, by the way, LOL. I'm like oh oh haha ha. like <laughs> thank you for uh oh thank you for telling me you're not or you're a real person because i get so many spam messages like so many automate well awesome. actually actually <laughs> it was an automated message but i am indeed a real person right uh right. but yeah it'd be pretty funny because realtors would respond like oh my gosh I, i'm so sorry like i i i should have known or like i'm so sorry i did thank you for telling me that um and then we'd yeah, it would just end up like there's so many deals that happen just because of the follow up. Most now, how does it work? Do not happen on first conversation. With, with the, in this software, how does it work if they were to call you back? Uh, like an initial, like they would just call you straight up. Uh, just either an initial or just at some point they they would call you know the number that was texting them. Um. Well, usually it would ring to your phone, so. You just pick up that way and like awesome. you would just answer like i would hope you answer right i mean if uh if a realtor calls up front like that then likely they don't really want to text so like you should just call them and talk to them on the phone and then you can add them back to follow up so then you can add them in the follow-up sequence and uh they'll follow up until they have a deal perfect how much tech prowess do you have to have in order to really kind of engage in this because i know i had a a background doing this, but for the common person, uh, is there training? Do you need to know a decent amount about tech before doing this? Well, one, you don't, you don't need to know code. So that's very simple. It's like, if you can, you don't, you don't need to be a software engineer or anything. Like you just have to be someone that's willing to sit there and understand the system. Because I'm going to be very honest, um, there was a guy that was 80, 90 years old that came on. And uh, like, it's just very hard to communicate tech. Like when sure. I say tech, it's not like something like, uh, like you have to learn AI. Right, like it's right. Like, it's like very plug and play. Um, and well, you don't need a lot of techno technological skills. 
Yeah, just basic understanding on how to use a computer, like like you know, yeah. I mean, uh, just there's how... definitely a learning curve. Like I'm not gonna avoid the elephant in the room because there's definitely a learning curve, but that's the cost of all, like saving you hours and hours and hours of your business and your sanity. Right. Like right. just front load the work, like to any anything in life, not even the system. It's like just front load the work, so you don't have to do it. It's automated forever so you don't have to make these micro decisions every single day it's like just front load the work so you don't have to think about it forever so like i don't know if you do like meal plans or anything like that but like maybe you set up like a, a factor meals or like those uh those those pre-made meals that ship right you don't have to think about lunch so you don't be like oh what am i having for lunch it's like well it's at my it's in my fridge i just i know i i know i really like it because i and when i bought it i picked all the things i liked right and like it's automatically shipped every week. So like, I don't have to figure out, oh, what am I going to eat next week? Because it's already there. And like, I don't have to make these decisions, these micro decisions all the time. Beautiful, beautiful analogy. Fun. And then there's, there's support, right? Like if, if, if we're wanting to make a change or, or whatnot, there's, there's a team that, that uh, folks can contact, right? Yeah. So we have a full customer support team uh, on staff Monday to Friday. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to get 24 seven support, which is something that is not industry standard. Mm, like that is, awesome. I mean, that's yeah. 24 seven. That's incredible, dude. Awesome. Talk to us a little bit. I I'm curious about the AI portion about the, uh, the, the, is there, um, is there an automatic, an automatic communication? I, I, it's funny because I know my kids are going to like listen to this podcast in 20 years and be like, you sound like such a goof. Dad. <laughs> like, like it's like someone explaining the internet, um, you know, back in the, the mid nineties, but yeah. talk to us about how AI works with Astro Blaster. So a, when, when we say AI, uh, it's more of like AI powered. Okay. Like Jamil promotes as AI and like Pace promotes as AI, but really at its core, it's just a lot of automations. And this is coming from the co-founder, like the founder of the system. Right. It's just a bunch of automations. And uh, it, we call it AI because it feels human. I see. Um, but in a couple of weeks, if not in the next two weeks, uh, we'll have something conversational. So like they'll be able to like pretty much full autopilot. So like fully autopilot. And it would do all the follow-up for you. It would do the, all the outreach. It would do it would do outreach to MLS listings. So like, whoa, it would vet them out. So like, it asks like, how when was the last time the roof was replaced, or like, is the home vacant at closing? Is like, what's going on with the seller? Like, oh my gosh, mostly on text message, but uh, it's uh, yeah, that's something we're coming out with uh, to make it fully AI. Right now, it's AI powered. I would right. say, but it's in the two weeks, it will be fully AI, fully autopilot. Wow. My goodness. I was going to ask you what the future is of, uh, of Astro Blaster, but I think you just answered it. That's incredible. Yeah, that is the future. Um, we're staying on high level. Um, but we're going to stay on the platform we built off of and, uh, we're going to keep building and making our product ex ex exceptional and improving our customer experience and everything else in between. 
um, and in five years have a valuation of at least a hundred million and, and, and exit there. Well, dude, um, I mean, I, I think at this point, it, it, I, I didn't want this. I hope this isn't turning into like an infomercial for Astro Blaster, but I love this pro or this software. It's incredible. Um, you, your brain, the story, how this all evolved is, is fantastic. Yeah. If I can wrap um, in, in just asking this one question, um, and hopefully, <laughs> I hope it's not that, that hard of a question, but what's one or maybe two things? One is, is, is fine. What's one thing that you feel like you've really learned over the last year from when we last spoke on the podcast to now? Cause you're a different person, man. I, I can just see it. You're, you're different. What's, what's one thing that you now just know of that you maybe weren't too sure of earlier? Good question. Um, well, I've definitely learned a plethora of things since working with Jamil, like a lot of things. Well, one, I now know that how to run a business, like really run a business with like a team, how to scale um and like operations now i know of like what it takes to be an entrepreneur truly is probably the biggest one is like what it takes truly to be an entrepreneur um is that's a lot more than like the gurus online mm. propose it to be like it's not always sunshine and rainbows like everything you see on social media is very uh is fluffy mm. um behind closed doors it's 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 chaos chaos but it's controlled chaos it's hopefully controlled chaos which is sure. what we want it to be but behind closed doors it's always something going on there's no one's ever really perfect um there's always something that is happening something there's something always wrong uh usually if not all the time like if you see alex and mosey he could seem perfect face value but Maybe deep down, he has a lot of internal problems with himself. Sure. Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn, uh, famously said, if you're an entrepreneur, you're, you're, you're driving home from your, while your business is on fire. Yeah. And you're going back there the next day. Like You've got to yeah. get comfortable with that. Yeah. I, uh, I had a conversation with my friend yesterday that the last man standing one, his name is Will, was actually the, the guy we did lawn mowing together in. It was, it was kind of sad because, you know, he's leaving for college. But um, I was like, what are your goals, man? And he's like, I just want to be in a comfortable place in life. Hmm. And now knowing what I know, I'm like, I don't think you'll ever be in a comfortable place of life. I think they're like, you'll think that you might like I thought $100,000 would everything would be nice at $100,000. Everything would be amazing. I thought I like I could go to Dubai and like do whatever what I want at hundred thousand. Now I'm probably more stressed than ever. I'm probably like, <laughs> but like I'm more stress tolerant. But the amount of stress I have to deal with is definitely greater than then. Um, but like my stress tolerance is a lot higher, which is ha what happens when you you're just in the in the ring a lot more. Uh, you said, you know, but it's like I want to be at a comfortable place in life. Well, I told him it's it's just never gonna happen. Hmm. Like, I don't think you'll ever be really comfortable. Like, maybe, maybe on your deathbed, but, or maybe I'm just young and too immature to understand the concept. But now knowing what I know, I don't think there would ever be 
a comfortable place where you can fully relax hmm. and like zero. Sh- I don't think that exists. I sure. think there'll always be something nugging you. I'd be like, man, I should have done that. I should have worked out today. Or like, I, I could have made this extra money. Or like, I could have got that girl. I should ask that girl. Like, I don't think you'll ever be comfortable. I, I truly don't. I, I don't think you'll always be uncomfortable at a certain degree. Man, wise words. Wise words from a 17-year-old, almost 18-year-old. And by the time this episode airs, we're going to air this on the 28th. So I'm going to push this out the day after your birthday. So I'll say it right now. Happy birthday, bro. Happy belated. Because it's the 28th (laughs) to everyone else. So guys, look, go go hit Andy up. Wish him happy birthday. Um, Just connect with him. Follow him. His story is outstanding. Andy, how can people, where can people learn more about Astro Blaster? So Astro Blaster, you go on uh, theastroblaster.com. Uh, by the way, I'm just not a, I'm not always a salesperson. It's all um, good. I always like just like, if it helps you, it helps you. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know. Sure. Uh, but check it out. Worth a try. And uh, I'm trying to grow my brand right now. Uh, it's my, my Instagram handle is at official Andy wrong. Um, I have it on the screen right here. And I'm, yeah. I'm trying to grow the brand. Um, as much as possible, not to sell anything, not to sell any course, not to sell any program or anything, but to be super genuine and not sell anything and just inspire other young entrepreneurs that might've been in my, in my position when I was 15, 16 and 17 and maybe have some nugget in my content that really changes the way they see the world, they see life and they see business. That's what really makes me happy is seeing success in other people that came from at some point me that I somewhat was involved in their success. Ah, you you can't see it right now, but you're giving me chicken skin, dude. It's it's the truth. It's the reason why I started this podcast. It's purpose, right? We're like you. You're a giver, and and it's obvious. Um, And givers receive. That's how the universe yeah. works. Giving starts the receiving process. Yeah. Um, and so th- that's incredible, man. Um, I, 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 I'm definitely, we're going to do everything we can to support. Um, Thank you so much. I really appreciate endeavors. it. Absolutely. Uh, and your brand. Guys, official Andy wrong. He is not wrong. W-R-O-N-G. W-R-O-N-G. It is wrong. R-O-N-G. Andy R-O-N-G. Yes, official. I always say like it's Andy wrong without the W. There you go. That that makes sense. And like that's simple. Andy, Andy <laughs> so like, right. a, is it A and D I or why? I always have to spell it out for them. Like they never like really get it right. No one you says. You think wrong. your name would be pretty simple, you know? Yeah. Four letters, like, Andy. Four dude, you'd be surprised, wrong. dude. Like people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the stupid people out there. Official Andy wrong. I'm going to have it in the show notes. Uh, We're definitely going to link up to everything that can get you guys connected to Andy and Astro Blaster. Andy, thank you so much for your time, man. Dude, it was an honor and a pleasure getting you back on here again. I cannot wait for the next time to talk to you. It's going to be unreal. It'll be insane. Uh, It'll be insane. Oh my gosh. Are you still in the same room? I, the room looks completely different. Oh no. So this is, uh, this is, uh, so my, you know, remember I talked about the restaurant, right? Like where I worked. So there's a storage room in the restaurant that has a door to the outside. That was a storage room. And like, there was a bunch of boxes here at one point. 
and uh, it was not air conditioned. And uh, I asked my mom if I could use that as like office space. Uh, so we moved everything out of the room to another room and uh, tore up the floors, put epoxy on the floors. So now it's like glossy black, which is pretty nice. cool. Oh. Painted the walls, added air conditioner and like we furnished the whole place. And, and now we have an office. That's sick. Free I got to make rent, my way dude. to Houston to come check it out and visit. Dude, yeah. Hell yeah. Free rent here. Like <laughs> that's awesome. That's like the best part is like it's like 380 square foot. I got a little bar area for my coffee, like a coffee bar and like couch and everything. It's nice. You're living the dream, brother. You're living the dream. Well, that's Andy, again, it's it good chat with you, man. I, I cannot wait to talk to to you again. And guys, look, I say this at the end of, of every episode, and I mean this. We, I want you to go out there and crush it. Go out there and make it happen. Get rid of all the excuses. Just put one foot in front of the other, for real. That, that's really all it takes. I think it was Martin Luther who said, like, you don't have to see the whole stairwell. You just have to see the step in front of you. That really yeah. is all it takes. Keep doing it one thing after another, and you'll start to see the universe will conspire for your own good. And then I will have you on this podcast so we can have you Let's tell go. your story and inspire someone else. So, guys, with that being said, thank you so much for, for joining us, and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. What up, Elite Fan? That's a wrap for today's episode. But look, if you got value out of the show today, do us a huge favor and give us a review or give us a like or subscribe. Do all the things to help us get the word out there. And look, we want to see you on the next show. So get out there and crush it, make it happen. Stay tuned for the next episode. Peace.